0: Oh, good afternoon on a Friday. Welcome to another episode of 2020 LMU. I am sporadically doing these podcasts. i um, still trying to figure out what would be just a good day to be consistent on. So bear with me. They'll still be coming to you as I, you know, get this platform together. But today I want to talk about tolerance versus acceptance. Tolerance versus acceptance. things we tolerate versus the things we are willing to accept. And in this day and time, this day and age with the climate of everything that's going on division over Who we want to be in the seat next. The color divide. The racial tension. And the upcoming election, which is less than 60 days away. For the USA, for those that are not in the United States. We are 60 day, less than 60 days away from picking the next president. Now with that being said, let's delve into my opinion of what tolerance and acceptance is. So I was um, going to store yesterday and as I'm pulling up to park my vehicle I pull up next to a vehicle there's a young lady sitting inside and don't know her from anywhere but as soon as I pull up she looks over to my car and all of a sudden sees that I'm a black male and makes this face like like a like a face of what are you doing here so i go into the grocery store to get my groceries and as i'm exiting i have to walk past her car To get to mine. And as I walk past her car, she looks at me again and makes like a a frowning scowl. So her look told me that it was an expression of, I don't like you, although I cannot see your face. But I don't like you because of the fact that I see that you're of brown skin. So me reading her reaction to me just walking by her car. I automatically. Just blurt it out. What are you looking at? I didn't sleep with you last night. I don't know you. Get in my car. Now, a gentleman that works in the grocery store that I was in happened to be with this young lady. And as soon as he gets in the car with her, she must have expressed to him that I said something to her he tells me to roll down my window and I open my door and I'm like what's up he's like don't talk to her like that I'm like talk to who like her don't talk to her like that I'm like who the fuck is she number one number two I ain't say nothing to her I'm walking out the store she frowned frowning her face like I did something to her I don't know her now, if she got a problem with the color of my skin, as soon as I said that, you go, oh, no, 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 bro, bro, bro. It's not like that. It's not like that, bro. It's not like that. So, automatically, this Karen wanted to start some type of drama not knowing that me and this guy, we know each other. I know he works in the store. He knows me. So I tell him straight up if your girl got a problem with my skin tone, tell her to deal with it. Oh, no, bro, it's not like that. Then what is it like? Because I never said two words to the lady. I don't know her from a hole in the wall. I ain't even know she was with you. I just know her facial expression. From seeing me go into the store, come out of the store, told me that my skin color is something that she does not appreciate. She might tolerate it because she has to, because I'm pretty sure where she's working isn't um, around just people of her complexion. So she might tolerate it, but she doesn't accept it. Now I drive around a lot of neighborhoods when I fulfill my contracts and all these neighborhoods you'll see posters of BLM, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. But as I'm driving these neighborhoods, I'll notice that I'm probably the only black person in the neighborhood. And not only am I the only black person in the neighborhood, but as soon as my van is going through the neighborhood, there are calls sent out. Now I work with Amazon. So there are calls sent out. But you'll see signs saying Black Lives Matter every other house. In my opinion, to them, yes, Black Lives Matter, as long as they don't move here. So they tolerate the fact that Black Lives Matter is a movement. But they don't accept That the trials and tribulations that we're going through, that we're fighting for, exist. Now, I'm not a part of the Black Lives Matter organization or the Black Lives Matter movement. Because from what I see, nothing's being done. Just a bunch of yelling, but you shouting, but your stuff being burnt down, but your property being destroyed. There's no money going into the communities. Where's all that money going? So for people that they call allies, are you tolerating? black folks? Or do you accept a person of another color? Because it seems like the issue is if you're anything darker than tan, that is where the problems lie. If you're caramel And lighter, you're acceptable. If you're chocolate and darker, you're tolerated. Let me say that again. If you're caramel and lighter, you're accepted. If you're chocolate and darker, you're tolerated. There's a white woman driving by me right now looking in my car just to see what I'm doing. And I'm talking on this podcast. So. The question now becomes if I'm only tolerated for my skin tone what else is there that I really have to offer because you can't see past the color that's on the surface of my of my body What else is there to offer? Because you're not looking for my characteristics. You're not looking to see if I'm a good person on the inside because you're only going by what you see on the outside. The term first impression has taken on a new twist. See, it used to be first impressions last. Make your first impression last, right? Your first impression is the actions that you take. Now, it is not even upon the actions that you take. Your first impression is the color of your skin. Your first impression now that people see that are that they are impressed by to leave an impressionable etching on their brain is the color of your skin. Once they see the color, then they see you. They look at the color first, then they look at you. This is turning out to be the most cynical year to expose people for who they are ever. And I've stated this before. Most people aren't mad at the fact that they get called a racist. They're not. What they're mad at is the fact that they're filmed being called a racist. That's what bothers them. The fact that they're getting put on video and exposed to the internet because they know the aftermath of the problems they cause. The effect it will have on them. Whether it be their job, family, friendships, or a crowd of people at their front door screaming for them to atone their ways. But it's not the fact that you call a person a racist to their face because you can call a person a racist to their face all day. They'll argue you down. Oh, I'm not a racist. I'm not this. I'm not that. No, no, no. But as soon as you pull out the phone and say... Say it again. Now, it's a shock. Because they had something buried deep in their core that's been knocking at their chest to come out. Just chiseling away, chiseling away, chiseling it away, chiseling it away. Waiting for the right opportunity to present itself. People have been able to mask themselves so well up until this point. They've been able to mask themselves so well up until this point. And now it's come to a choice. And it's only two choices. I'm going to tolerate you or I'm going to accept you. Now, if I accept you, I accept you for who you are. All of you for who you are. But if I have to tolerate you, that means that I just got to put up with you. And I have a choice with that. I either put up with you or I can say, look, I'm not putting up with this. I'm walking away from it. A lot of people, in my opinion, in my opinion, in my opinion, wear the wear the veil of acceptance. But underneath that veil, It's only tolerance. I will tolerate you because this is something to do. I will tolerate you to go on this march. And a lot of people are now saying it which I agree with. It's one thing to go on a march but when you go home many miles away from where the event was you're going back to the safety of your neighborhood there was eight people who got arrested and each one of them were given a one million dollar bond two black people Six white. For us, is expected. Like hey, because when you look at the picture, you see that the two white, the two black people, they smiling. The whites, they look like they were in shock. What? Million dollars. I didn't sign up for this. I just came out to stand with my black brothers and sisters and destroyed some shit. Just to relieve a little stress. Why my bond's so high? Yeah, I know. The court system is just showing them that, well, if you want to stick by them, you have to get what they get. If you want to be like them, you have to get what they get. We're setting their bells at a million. So we're setting your bill at a million. To create a further division. The whole thing is. To separate black skin from white skin. I'm going to say that again. The whole agenda is to separate black skin from white skin. Because everything else is a nationality. Everything else is a nationality. What color is a Mexican? What color is a Chinese person? What color is a Brazilian? What color is a Japanese person? What color is a Hindu person? But those are nationalities. There's only two colors black and white. And when you really look at the spectrum, it's mostly brown versus yellow. Because the spectrum of black and white is a black person who has deep, dark melanin and pure white is albino. And they come as European and African also. But they're pure white, white as snow, eyes, hair, everything, white, But the whole agenda is to separate on one side, black. On one side, white. Melanated versus unmelanated. And the Synapsis is we can tolerate you if you are of a darker pigmentation to a certain extent. We can tolerate you to a certain extent. But we don't have to accept you. Which is why the fight is going on The way it's going on. Because most people of color are looking for acceptance. Knowing that the only reason they feel they aren't accepted, quote unquote, is because of the top layer of their skin. It's all media driven, of course, which it should not be because the media should act as a mediator to the whole thing. But they clearly pick sides and report their own narrative. I was on a post and I saw a comment That said, statistically, black people commit more crimes. When we're only 13% of the population, we commit more crimes. Now, everybody knows the narrative. Yeah, you know, due to this circumstance and that circumstance and this circumstance and that circumstance. And it causes people to do this, that and the third. That's the narrative. When the true narrative. Of the matter is. The media just doesn't report. When Caucasians do things, unless it's massively done, a school shooting, a bombing, um, they don't report the normality of a neighborhood. Oh, this house got broken into, this store got robbed, this, they don't report that. but the narrative to report is to go into some place like uh, a Brownsville, Brooklyn, a East New York, Southside Jamaica, Queens, a Dorchester, Hood's in Atlanta. The narrative is show to show them, only them, Don't show the other side. Only show them. We want the world to see these black people and how they act. There's more fraud and white collar crimes committed by Caucasians than there are blacks. But you see, white collar crimes have to do with scamming, finances, Wall Street, and to the media. You wouldn't understand that damn thing anyway. So, of course, they're going to show Pookie running in the gas station, holding a 45, because it's more relatable. You wouldn't understand that, oh, uh, this person just... um, shelved off, skimmed off the top of Chevron uh, 10 dimes per week and he's been doing it for the last 30 years, take those numbers to add it up You, it would not keep your attention they've had an investigation on the man for the past 20 years and he's been skimming off the top, taking pennies on the dollar, that would not keep your attention well, what keeps your attention is how much money he made over the 30 years. He made $300 million scamming. That's the only part you would hear. Oh, this man made $300 million scamming. Oh, but yo, Pookie, yo, you seen the way he blinked? He ran into the store and, 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 and started you know holding the man down and, and doing all of this and that and the third. That would keep your attention because you're actually seeing it. So it's playing on your subconscious. So when I hear people say, oh, well, statistically, you know, in the black neighborhoods, there's more crime and more poverty. Meanwhile, they don't know that the neighbor next door is creating ecstasy pills in his basement. The neighbor next door is money laundering and stealing from drug from 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 from, from drug dealers, or he's the supplier to the drug dealers. He's the plug. But as soon as he gets caught and popped. Oh my gosh. They McCauley Coke and Home Alone. Oh my gosh. I never knew. He was such a nice guy. But you accepted him. Based off of. The surface of his skin. That was the acceptance. The surface of the skin. Oh, he's white. He can move next to me. We good. But as soon as a black person move. Two blocks down. You got a problem with it. Oh, we don't want them in the neighborhood. He's too dark. He's going to bring riffraff. Meanwhile, the same neighbor that you have having a barbecue with, drinking, drinking beers with, is in his basement breaking bad. Tolerance and acceptance has to go beyond the surface of the skin. Judge people by their character. I'm out.